Welcome to Exhortations for Today, a podcast designed to exhort, uplift, and equip today's Christian woman. Are you looking to grow your faith? Or maybe you need a little inspiration. If so, settle in and join me on today's episode. I'm Dana Everett, and thank you for listening to today's podcast. This is a very important subject today. I'm sure that many of us has had this question in our mind. Has God failed you? Now, this is a question that you might not want others to know you've thought about at times. And if you are one of the ones who have never thought about this question, then I just pray that you pass this podcast message along to someone who needs this encouragement today. And like most of us living in this world today, I have experienced, oh yes, some hard times. (laughs) I have experienced grief. I've experienced sadness, despair, depression. But what are the things that would make us think that God has failed us? Now, some of the situations that can make us think that God has failed us is Number one, your prayers are not being answered. You've prayed and prayed and you don't see a change in your life or your situation. And you're thinking, Lord, are you listening? Do you hear me? Why aren't you giving me what I desire? Why aren't you fixing my situation? So this is definitely number one on why we can think that God has failed us. And number two on my list would be disasters, sufferings, trials, and persecutions. And even if you don't see it happening to you or in your country or in your city, you can see it around the world globally. See earthquakes, famines, Christians being persecuted, sufferings of people dying because of war, disease. So you think God has failed us because all these terrible sufferings are happening. Where is God? Why is he not doing something? And number three would be our failures in our own lives. This might be one of my number ones to to get personal with you. But sometimes you can uh, put your sweat equity, as they say, into something. And and it just doesn't happen the way you want it to, at the time you want it to. And you can be disappointed because of it. We have these expectations that are not being met. And why is God not making it happen So, naturally, disappointments can cause us to question, has God failed us? And number four on the list, and I don't know a person on this earth who probably has not experienced this, because we're all human with imperfections. Number four is trusted folks who has failed us. Whether it be a parent, a doctor, a teacher, 
whether we have looked at their lives and seen um, that they didn't quite meet up to their role that was given to them. Maybe a friend who you trusted and betrayed you. Maybe you didn't get the love you deserved from a mother or a father. This can cause us to feel that God has failed us. God, why did you put these people in my life if you cared about me? They wouldn't have failed me. Where are you, God? Why did you allow these people to hurt me? And number five, comparisons. Looking at other folks' lives and comparing it. Lord, you're blessing them. Why am I not being blessed? I see sister so-and-so with a, with a husband. I've been praying for a husband. I've been obedient. Why don't I have a husband? Why is my business not taking off the ground? Why am I not successful in my career? Comparisons can definitely cause us to question why has God failed us? I want to read this psalm. It's definitely in relation in relation to comparisons. But of course, we are not alone in those feelings. Psalm 73, but this is a psalm of Asaph. God is indeed good to Israel, to the pure in heart. But as for me, my feet almost slipped. My steps nearly went astray. For I envied the arrogant. I saw the prosperity of the wicked. They have an easy time until they die. And their bodies are well fed. They are not in trouble like others. They are not afflicted like most people. And I'm going to go down just a little bit to verse 12. Look at them, the wicked. They're always at ease and they increase their wealth. Did I purify my heart and wash my hands in innocence for nothing? For I'm afflicted all day long and punished every morning. So as you can see, um, and I won't read the whole one, but if you have time, read Psalm 73. Um, if you are feeling like God has failed you because you're comparing yourself with others. Now, the other important aspect to um, feeling like has God failed us is our reactions to those feelings. How do we react? To when we feel like God has failed us. Let's look at a couple of reactions of uh, some of the Bible characters. Who has experienced some, some great losses. I think the first person that comes to everybody's mind is Job. We know that Job definitely experienced great losses great sufferings in his body. Let's look at the other person on the other side of the same experience. Now, although she did not experience the physical afflictions, she experienced the same losses, the loss of her children, the loss of her property. And uh, let's go to Job 2, verse 9. 
And I'm reading from the CSB version. His wife said to him, Are you still holding on to your integrity? Curse God and die. And of course, Joel responds, And like, you speak as a foolish woman speaks, he told her. Should we only accept good and not adversity from God? And throughout all this, Job did not sin in what he said. I can see Job's wife thinking that God has failed her. Now you can see the two different reactions here from two people who experience almost the same thing. Let's talk about Israel. Let's turn to Malachi, the third chapter, and we're going to look at the 14th verse. Now here, I'm going to back up a little bit, um, just to put a little bit in context. I'm going to back up to the 13th verse. Your words against me are harsh, says the Lord. Yet you ask, what have we spoken against you? You have said, it is useless to serve God. What have we gained by keeping his requirements and walking mournfully before the Lord of the armies? So now we consider the arrogant to be fortunate. Not only do those who commit wickedness prosper, they even test God and escape. And as you can see, as a nation, they felt like God had failed them. That they were set apart as a special people, but yet all the other nations around them seemed to be prospering, wicked nations, evil nations, serving other gods seemed to be prospering more than them. And now we're going to go to our third, which is, um, look, y'all bear with me, Habakkuk, the prophet Habakkuk. And we're going to go to chapter 1, verse 2. And now we have a prophet who's saying, How long, O Lord, must I cry out for help? But you do not listen. Violence is everywhere. I cry, but you do not come to save. Sometimes we can feel like we're all alone. Doing the work of God. Yet you're just feeling like I'm doing good. I'm doing the right things, but yet, where are you, Lord? Why are these things happening to me? Or why did they happen to me? These are just some of our reactions when we are faced, when we are faced with the question, did God fail us? So how did you react? Was it very similar to uh, these three people? Did you get angry? Did it impact your faith? Did you feel like maybe, why am I serving you, Lord? I want to give a few more examples of Bible. I hate to say the word characters because it's almost like saying it's a fiction. But let's look at some of our Bible figures whose plans were thwarted. So that you'll know you are not alone in your feelings. We can look at um, Elijah. You know, he felt afraid and depressed because Jezebel was after him. And you can look at 1 Kings 19, 2 through 18. And we can look at Moses. Yes, the very Moses. <laughs> and so we have Moses. Of course, we know he did not enter the promised land. 
but he also experienced grief from uh, the Israelites because of their suffering. Of course, we know uh, the story that uh, the Egyptians put a little bit more work um, on them because of some of the plagues that were ha happening. And this is what they said to Moses, May the Lord take note of you and judge, they said to them, because you have made us reek to Pharaoh and his officials, putting a sword in their hand to kill us. So Moses went back to the Lord and asked, Lord, why have you caused trouble for this people? And why did you ever send me? You know, I can imagine uh, Moses feeling like these plans ain't turning out the way that I expected, Lord. I'm doing, I'm doing what you told me to do, so why is it getting worse? I don't know if any of you ever experienced anything like that. If you do, you can just say, Amen. <laughs> I'm going to say, Amen. And we have, of course, um, Martha and, uh, and Mary. If you have time, I did a podcast episode on Martha's experience with Jesus. But we know that um, there was a little blame. Hey, Jesus. If you were here, my brother wouldn't have died. So uh, here we have just a little blaming of, of Jesus. And then we have Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah. Um, I have just recently did a study on Jeremiah, and I can tell you that the Lord definitely strengthened him because he definitely experienced a lot. But we can look at Jeremiah 20. And when you get a chance, you can read verses 7 through 12. But I'm just going to read one verse to you. And that, because I think it speaks more about how he felt. Jeremiah 20, verse 7. You deceived me, Lord, and I was deceived. You seized me and prevailed. I'm a laughingstock. I'm a laughingstock all the time. Everyone ridicules me. And sometimes as a believer in Christ Jesus... Uh, you can see where wicked people seem to be getting over, as we may feel. Wicked people may seem to prosper, but Lord, I'm doing your work. I'm obedient to you. I'm teaching my family about you. I'm proclaiming the gospel and living it out to those around me. But you are not alone in your feelings. I encourage you to read the book of Jeremiah. I tell you what, you'll realize you you would probably buckle under less. <laughs> I mean, he really uh, experienced some, uh, some terrifying things. It definitely puts your life issues in perspective. Now we know that life can be, life can be hard, it can be challenging, and it can just seem unfair. A lot of times when things don't go as expected or according to um, our timeline, we become frantic. We become angry. We become depressed. So let's look at how to deal with these questions and these doubts and even our anger when life doesn't go as planned. If you have ever felt like God has failed you, maybe you haven't gotten what you were praying for, Maybe you've looked at others and see that others are getting exactly what they wanted. 
all that perfect all that perception maybe the job that you desire was given to someone else your relationship with your spouse is kind of rocky or maybe it's a child who's wayward or business that's failing maybe there's days you felt like you've asked God do you care do you hear me he does care and love you very much this is part one of has God failed you I encourage you to listen to part two well we'll wrap it up and give you some tools on how to deal with those feelings I want to leave you with this scripture from Jesus out of Luke 22 verse 32 and this is Jesus' response to Peter. But I've prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And you, when you've turned back, strengthen your brothers. I pray today that you be strengthened um, and encouraged. And don't forget to check out Exhortations for Today on the website, exhortationsfortoday.com. There's a little prayer area if you would like to um, request a prayer or pick up a prayer as I say and pray for someone who needs some encouragement as well also join our companion page for the website on Facebook by the same name exhortations for today Thanks for listening to Exhortations for Today. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing. And tell a friend so we can grow our community.